0: Stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, weekdays 12 30 to 3, 770 CHQR. For the breaking news within the last half hour or so. As word out of Saskatchewan, the Crown has decided, after careful consideration, that they are not going to appeal the acquittal of Gerald Stanley. Gerald Stanley, of course, acquitted of both second-degree murder and manslaughter in the death of 22-year-old Aboriginal man, Colton Bushy. The point being made today by the Crown Prosecutor's Office is that for an appeal to go ahead, there needs to be an error in law. It cannot be just the fact that people don't like the verdict. Now, I suppose people are going to blame the Crown for botching this case or not making an argument convincingly enough that Gerald Stanley is responsible and should be held accountable for Colton Bushy's death. And, of course, news of, of the decision comes amid increasing scrutiny of the RCMP and how they handled this investigation and whether they made mistakes that might have posed problems for the Crown in securing a conviction. There's going to be a lot of parsing of this decision. And it's not going to go over well with some. Joining us uh, for the latest, uh, Ryan Kessler joins us, Global News Saskatoon. Ryan, thanks for joining us here. Anytime. All right. So um, give us a bit more of an overview of the explanation put forth by the Crown
1: today. Well, I think the simplest way to uh, explain it is that in a jury trial such as this one, the only thing that can really be appealed is the instructions given to the jury by the judge because it's a jury's duty to apply the law to the facts of the case. So in this situation, talk of jury composition, for instance, all these other factors that we've heard about in the media, uh, according to the Crown, are just not grounds for an appeal.
0: Well, and I think that's how it works, right? I mean, you know, Canada, technically we have what's known as, as double jeopardy. You can't be um, you know, tried for the same thing more than once. But again, that's why the Crown has to be able to point to an error in law that the acquittal was a mistake, hence the need for a second trial. So that's the, the burden that the Crown has right now. They have to find where there was an error in law and proceed on that basis.
1: Exactly, and what we've heard from the Crown this afternoon is that from their perspective, there hasn't been such an error in law. So, uh, unfortunately, and much to the dismay of uh, the Bushy family and people who agree with them, uh, there simply isn't grounds for an appeal in this case according to the structure that's been set up.
0: Uh, so that that essentially brings an end to to all of this, at least in terms of the legal system, right?
1: Well, and you know what? I've I've just spoken with the uncle of Colton Bushy, who says that at this point his family's not sure exactly what their next step will be. What he has said is that they're not going to stop pushing for justice and not just in their own situation. What Alvin Baptiste told me was that there are people across Canada, Indigenous people who are disenfranchised by this system. So he's not exactly sure how the family is going to proceed, uh, but from his perspective, they're not going to stop calling for change. So we've heard, for instance, just yesterday that uh, the CRCC, the civilian... uh, body that's essentially a watchdog for the RCMP will look into the actions of RCMP throughout the course of their investigation into Colton Bushy's death, but ultimately that won't overturn the verdict for Gerald Stanley.
0: Right, and I think that that's why this, this decision comes at an interesting time, because there is increased focus and scrutiny of the RCMP and how they handled this investigation. We may never know for sure whether different decisions made by investigators might have meant a, a different result at trial, but it just sort of underscores the notion that's been put forth that justice wasn't done here. So just that, that sense of frustration is very real and palpable, isn't it?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, among the family, from what I've heard, they right now are extremely emotional. Uh, and And really, they don't know exactly what direction to go from this point. Uh, And I think they'll also need to take a moment to examine what exactly, at this point, justice would look like. Because there's justice in the literal sense of overturning a verdict, and there's also justice in the sense of can they make changes to possibly prevent similar situations from happening in the future. And that's not exactly the literal definition of justice in this case, but perhaps that's where they will turn their attention to down the road.
0: Uh, Has the idea of a lawsuit been floated? Have we heard that from the family? Would they look at going after Gerald Stanley uh, via lawsuit?
1: We haven't heard any discussion so far about a civil lawsuit, no. So perhaps that is another avenue that they may look at. But as of right now, I have heard no mention of it.
0: All right. Well, it's a decision that's certainly going to be debated and discussed and analyzed and parsed. But that's, that's where we're at here today. Ryan, appreciate the update. Thanks for this. Anytime. Ryan Kessler with uh, Global News Saskatoon following this story today. Now, to some, this this seems proper. I I mean, I think your feelings on this are are in large part going to stem from maybe how you feel about everything that happened that day. And there are certainly those who are very sympathetic to Gerald Stanley and the situation he found himself in. And even though he didn't argue self-defense, certainly people could imagine acting in self-defense in such a situation. There are those who look at it very differently and see uh, Colton Bushy is a young man who was shot and killed and didn't deserve to die. And they see that nobody's being held accountable for that. Obviously, there are legal scholars who are going to go through this and try to parse this in strictly legal terms. Was there a basis for an appeal? What could the crown have potentially pointed to to justify an appeal here? Obviously, the Crown can only ask for an appeal. It's ultimately up to a higher court to decide whether a new trial is granted. Some have pointed to the jury instructions the judge gave or the admissibility of of some of the testimony that was presented, in particular by the defense, to to back up the theory of, of hang fire and what went wrong or might have gone wrong with the firearm. So there's some really technical legal arguments here and some really technical mechanical arguments here that people can parse. I think ultimately, this is probably the right decision. Sometimes it happens in the legal system. that The Crown does not have a strong hand to play, and somebody's acquitted. And that's as it should be, frankly. The legal system is, is premised on this, that, that it is up to the Crown, it is up to the state... To prove your guilt, it is not up to you to prove your innocence. The Crown has to demonstrate beyond a reasonable doubt that someone is guilty of a crime. We have a high bar set, and it's set there for a reason. It certainly has troubled me in the aftermath of this verdict that we're somehow flirting with the idea of lowering that bar or making it easier for the Crown to secure convictions, which sounds like a terrible idea. If there are problems with the justice system, we need to look at them beyond the narrow focus on this particular case. It was an unusual case, unusual circumstances, and unusual defense. But a lot of that is very specific to what happened here, and the arguments presented here, and the challenges the Crown faced here. To suggest that this is emblematic of systemic problems in our justice system, I think is a real stretch. Anyway, 974-8255 is our number. We're back with more right after this.